All right. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's JC Sportcast, and I'm back on this Monday with a podcast for you guys today, guys. There was a one on Friday. Uh, I try to get four to five out a week, but Friday I was a little bit busy, so I took the day off. But today on Monday, we're back. Um, a lot of stuff has happened. Um, the NHL, let's start with the NHL. So before I start, uh, we're going to cover the playoffs, some WWE news, and obviously um, a big boxing fight yesterday. So we'll cover all that stuff today. But um, every Thursday, every Thursday's episode is going to be centered around the Maple Leafs. So it's, it's just going to be a Leafs podcast with my dad on every episode. So yeah, look forward to that. There's going to be no Leafs talk, hopefully, uh, before then, unless something big happens, but we'll stay away from that. Um, now with the playoffs, we've got game five. We've got a series tied 2-2 with the Bruins and Islanders. The Islanders have looked pretty good. Um, great goaltending, great defense so far, great offense. A really good, well-rounded team, but Boston does have home ice advantage. I'm going to stick with Boston winning this series. Um, I just think Boston is the stronger team. Uh, obviously, David Pasternak had a, had a tough shot. Uh, he hit the post the other day. Uh, it was an open net, and it's, it's it's not something you're used to seeing with David Pasternak. So I think he'll get it together. I think him, Bergeron, and Marchand will actually get it together, and they'll bounce back and win this pivotal game five. Um, Montreal, Winnipeg. Um, wow, Montreal. I think they're going to sweep it tonight with Mark Scheifele obviously getting the six game suspension. He's not going to be back till game six. Or sorry, the four game suspension, and then he won't be back till game six. Um, Montreal, I don't see them losing four straight. When Winnipeg did not look good last game, their defense is not looking good. And I, I knew I was going to talk about Toronto, but this this could have been them. This could have been them up three zero. But Montreal looked like the best team, ready for the playoffs early on in the season. They look like they're a real threat in the playoffs, and Carey Price is showing it. I think Carey Price can can get them to the conference finals, or at least the third round. We don't know who they're going. to. I think they're going to be playing. Um, the Colorado Avalanche, if they win this series, will have Montreal and Colorado or um, Vegas. So we'll see. But expect Montreal to sweep. Um, Nick Suzuki, Cole Caulfield, two young superstars playing extremely good hockey. Um, their defense is stepping up. I know Jeff Petrie went down. I'm not sure how severe his injury is, but we'll see. I would take him out of the lineup for a few days as he gets healthy. But let's see what happens with that. Um now, Tampa Bay is up 3-1. Um, Steven Stamkos had two goals and assist, and Kucherov had two goals and assist in that game for also brain point a goal and assist. Now, this is this is them getting it done. We're, we're not shocked. Um, Carolina's a good team, but I just think this is Tampa's time. Uh, again, scoring four, answered, four unanswered goals. Uh, they're down 4-2. Four answer goals, and there's no response from the from the Hurricanes. So I think the Tampa, Boston, Montreal, and Colorado. Uh, Colorado also, Marshall Soh had a hat trick, yeah. But this one obviously being 2-2, similar, similar stance with the Bruins. I think I'm going to go with Colorado. They're the stronger team in a best of three with both series. I think Colorado, Boston will take it. And I think if Colorado does play Montreal, you're looking at maybe Colorado, Tampa in the finals. That's, that's what I'm thinking right now. They look like the two strongest teams. Now, it's nothing against the teams that are remaining, but just I think most people would say uh, these are the strongest teams. Now, I'd love to see a Canadian team in the final. Um, obviously, Montreal, <laughs> that, that plays a factor, but you know what? They beat us. They deserve it. They beat the Maple Leafs. 
Um, not gonna not gonna take anything away from their great hockey team, and I and honestly, honestly, if they do beat Colorado, they're a legit threat in the finals because anything can happen. Anything can happen with this team, and you've got people who said you know the carry price has fallen off. He didn't play for a month before the playoffs, but look at him now. And uh, I think that maybe there there could be the underdog story heading into round three and four if they can knock off the Jets tonight. But um, let's get into the 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 Lakers. Um, the Lakers lost by 13 points. Anthony Davis went down, uh, I believe, five minutes in. So that that was huge. Uh, obviously, Portland also losing. Who knows? Maybe deliver to the Lakers. I doubt it. I think he prefers someone to come to Portland other than him leaving, but that's just my opinion. I don't see him leaving. Um, man, this is LeBron's first ever playoff first round loss. And I think he didn't handle it. He didn't handle it right. He didn't shake any of the hands. I think you're the face of the league still. And I think, I think you've got to do something, something like show a little bit of respect. Like I'm a LeBron fan and I was kind of disappointed in there. Uh, he just walked off didn't shake anyone's hands. Uh, you gotta, you gotta set an example. You've got to set an example with stuff like that. And I just think that that, that wasn't really fair, um, what he did. And uh, he lost to a better team. Be humble. 36-14 uh, to 14 after the first quarter. Phoenix cannot be stopped in this game. And um, they're, they're going to be playing the Denver Nuggets. And that's going to be a great series. Um, I'm going to go with Phoenix winning. Obviously, Jamal Murray be down. I think, I think the Suns in six is my prediction. Um, as well as the Nets, who also won on Saturday. I'm going to go with the Nets in six. Obviously, Harden, he's not going to play a game two. I think the Bucks will steal two. But I think those two series going to six games is just my personal opinion. Now, the Hawks and Sixers, I'm going in seven. This is going to be a seven-game series, in my opinion. The Hawks almost did blow that lead that they had. Uh, they were outscored 41-29 to in the fourth quarter. They almost choked it, but obviously they came out clutch. They win by four points. And a, a nice little um, moment at the beginning. Like, I'm a wrestling fan. And at the beginning, we had uh, Triple H and Joel Embiid just doing the DX stuff. Great T-shirt. I hope they sell that T-shirt because I'm interested in buying it. It was a nice T-shirt. You had DX and you had Embiid in the middle. And trust the process, 21 in the back. I, I like that. I thought it was a great moment. Uh, they had a great exchange on Twitter. And they brought it. They brought it to the actual game, which was great. They didn't get the win, but I think this is a seven-game series now. Um, the Clippers and Mavericks. Now, the Clippers move on. Uh, trip Kawhi Leonard almost having a triple double, but uh, what I think really killed the the Mavericks was the depth. Uh, the depth scoring. There was not much depth scoring for this team. Um, for example. Marcus Morris on the Clippers, 23 points. Uh, Luke Kennard, 11. Terrence Mann, uh, 13, for example. Like the, those are three guys. Jackson, 15. Batum, 11. And not much. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr. only had 11 points. Um, Finney Smith had a good game, but Porzingis, 16 points. I think they're going to explore trading Porzingis for a legit second star. Um, I heard he's frustrated this morning. Um, I think that's the move to make. I think Porzingis is going to be traded this offseason because Luca Luca's getting it done. He dropped 46 points, 14 assists, seven rebounds, and he needs a second star. I don't know. Maybe McCollum. I just don't think he's he's the guy. 
uh, that's working out in uh, in Portland with him and Damien, but I don't think that's the guy with uh, with Luka Doncic to get it done. I think they need a wing player uh, with Luka, and I, I just don't know. I think THG, uh, THJ, sorry, Tim Hardaway Jr. is a is a UFA, so who knows if he'll stay. But um, I think you need a second superstar if you're the Dallas Mavericks, if you're Mark Cuban. Uh, you got to look. You got to look. Tell the organization, get that guy. Now, as time comes, we'll see who's available. Um, we'll just see. Now the Clippers get Utah. And I'm going to go with Utah winning this series in five games. I just think Utah's too strong. Um, I, I, I'm going to give the Clippers one game. They barely beat the Mavericks. Uh, I think Utah is really, really strong. They've got two superstars in uh, in Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Great depth on their team. So I'm going to go with Utah and Phoenix in, in the conference finals as well as um, Atlanta, who's going to win in seven games. This is my sleeper pick, Atlanta and the Brooklyn Nets. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, I think Atlanta, maybe, I did say the 76ers in seven. I think I said the 76ers in seven, but I think it's going to be Atlanta in seven. Sorry, I think I made that mistake. So I'm going with Atlanta in seven uh, to win that series. And obviously, I'd say Brooklyn is the favorite to win it. I, I, my opinion, Brooklyn is going to win the championship, the first ever. Who's going to stop that big three? Um, I love to see Phoenix and Brooklyn in the final. That'd be amazing. But obviously, Trey Young, he's a great basketball player. Who won't want to see a guy like him? And now, now comes into question: Who really won the Mavericks and and the Hawks trade? I think it was a really good trade for both teams. Both are making the playoffs, but one is having more playoff success than the other. Um, a lot of people said Doncic was the better player, but who's in the playoffs? Like you got you got to take that in consideration. Who's got the better team? Obviously, yeah, you could say the Hawks, but great trade for both teams is workout for both of the franchises, and we'll see how that goes. But we have some hell in the cell news. Um, Roman Reigns, we didn't know who he's gonna be facing at SummerSlam. Um, and sorry, at Hell in the Cell, and it looks like. The Wrestling Observer reports that Rey Mysterio and Roman Reigns are going to be fighting for the Universal Championship at Hell in a Cell. It looked like it. It looks like it. Um, after the SmackDown show, you know, how Roman had Dominic basically just faded and uh, he choked him out. It looks like they're going to be facing. Maybe get some revenge for going after his son, but we'll see how that plays out. And WWE plans to ensure SummerSlam is finished in time for fans to either attend or watch the Pacquiao fight taking place the same night in Las Vegas. Now, that fight is probably going to be, my guess is, 11-30-12. Now, you're probably looking at a, at a, at a smaller card. They're not going to have you know their usual 12, 10, 12 matches. I think six to seven matches on a SummerSlam is good enough. Uh, I know on my predictions, I had a lot of matches, and I think now... If you're trying to cut down the card, have max 10 matches. Make it a quality over quantity, I think, is what they should be doing. Just like NXT, they always have five matches, quality over quantity. It's always better than the WWE show. And I think you got to look into that. But Andrade, uh, Andrade did show up on AEW Dynamite. Now, great signing. He's going to be great. He's going to be a superstar. Think of the matches that's going to happen with Andrade and Chris Jericho, uh, Andrade and Kenny Omega. Andrade and MJF, Andrade and Kenny Omega, uh, Cody Rhodes. It's going to be great. It's going to be great stuff to see. I can't wait. Andrade El Idolo, it looks like, is, is his name on the 
on AEW, but we'll see what he can do. AEW, uh, great signing. I think you also go after Braun Strowman, uh, Buddy Murphy, Ruby Riot, and Alistair Black. Go after all of them. Bring them all in. Eventually, you can branch out of two shows. I think that's what they'll be working towards, but he's amazing. Andrade is amazing. I can't wait. I'm going to be watching every week. I do watch every week, and it's just a great show. Great creative show, and I'm looking forward to see what he can do. But the second last thing I want to cover is the WWE draft. Now, it looks like August 30th for Monday Night Raw and September 3rd for Friday Night SmackDown will be the, the draft. And there's no word on if NXT will be a part of it, but Andrew Zarian did report that that's when he seems the the draft is going to take place when uh, it's going to take place a little bit after SummerSlam. Makes sense. Um I think they need it. I think Raw is really, really struggling, and I think they need a big bolster. Uh, it doesn't mean ending the brand split. I don't know. It doesn't look like they're going to, but you've got to get some big-time players on Monday Night Raw. you got to get some NXT talent on there. I'd say for sure, uh, by my 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 assumption, obviously NXT TakeOver in your house is this, this Sunday, but that's two months away from SummerSlam. They're going to have another TakeOver, obviously, during SummerSlam. Uh, I heard NXT wants to start returning touring in Florida around July. So I think SummerSlam will be the last time we'll see, sorry, the SummerSlam takeover event will be the last time we see maybe Finn Balor and Adam Cole there. I'd put them straight on Monday Night Raw, um, but we'll see. We'll see what they do. There's a lot of stuff. As time comes, we can talk about it and what they're going to do with it. But that's that's my my opinion. I, I put those two on Monday Night Raw. They really need it. Uh, money in the bank, obviously, I give it to a guy you're trying to bring up. I give it a Monday Night Raw because at least, you know, that has some appeal to people trying to tune in. At least the money in the bank, you never know who's going to cash in. So I think you give it to maybe Keith Lee. Um, I would have given it to Alistair Black and put him on Raw, but they released him. So I don't know. I'd say Keith Lee makes the most sense, but we don't really know what's going on with Keith Lee. Is he going to get released? But Obviously, we'll see. I wouldn't release a guy like Keith Lee. He's way too talented. And I wouldn't, but they probably would. So that that's that's the mentality that I got there. But finally, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather. I watched this fight, and I was really disappointed, um, as were everyone. It was a terrible fight. Um, at one point, you saw Mayweather. Ba- it looked like he knocked him out, but he held him. Now, I, I just, like... It can go either way. Do you really think that he really knocked him out and kept him up? Did they do this on purpose just to, you know, get the eight rounds, go through decision? No one really wins. They It looks like that's what they're planning on doing. But every single round, I believe Mayweather won. Uh, his brother thought otherwise, Jake Paul. Something's up with him. At one point, he was saying it was 3-2 Mayweather, or 3-2 Logan Paul. But every judge scored an 8-0 for Mayweather. And he did tweet out 50, 51 and one or whatever, 15, one, whatever his record is delusional. He is delusional and uh, obviously a terrible fight. Now Jake's got a fight with, uh, with Woodley coming up. And I heard Floyd is going to train Woodley, uh, Tyron Woodley. So we'll see how that plays out. Obviously still hasn't fought a legit boxer, but it seems like Jake Paul's the favorite again to win this fight. Um, if he does beat Woodley, uh, you're gonna you're gonna hear more from this kid. You're gonna hear more from him. Uh, he's a troll. He loves it, and uh, it's gonna be interesting. You've got also a TikTok versus YouTuber event coming up soon. We'll talk about it uh, as it comes up. But 
this Thursday. Stay tuned. Um, Leafs podcast. It's going to be Leafs talk every Thursday on the, on the show until, until they win a Stanley cup. Maybe uh, I think every Thursday is, is, is looking good. Um, obviously I, I've seen the, the feedback and the, and the views on um, it's, it's on my, on the dad, on my dad's podcast with me, but I don't really care about the views guys. I, I just, I just want to say like, it did have a lot of views and maybe like people are interested to see what he has to say. And obviously every Thursday, uh, if you're not a Leafs fan, you know, give it a listen, listen to us suffering. Maybe, maybe you'll get joy out of it, but he's a really funny guy. Uh, you're going to see that this, this episode, he's, he's going to, he's changing up his entire gimmick. Uh, he went all serious on us in the first one, but next one, he's going to, he's going to show his true self and it's going to be a great episode talking Maple Leafs hockey on Thursday guys, but good luck to all your playoff teams. Uh, I made my predictions on who I think is going to go far and um, go Leafs go. Stay safe, guys. Thanks.